Thanks for downloading another episode of The Ugly Truth. Or if it's your first time, welcome. You are now an honorary UG, or hug as we like to say. We really appreciate you listening and supporting the show through our Amazon and Avon links at UglyTruth.com. And now, without further ado, The Ugly Truth. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's The Uggs. Jamie. You were like such a good hooker. Paula. I used to have sex in my car. What happened? Uncensored as always, it's time for The Ugly Truth. Welcome to The Ugly Truth. It is episode 171. Ugh, ugh. Well, wow, that, that sounded slow. like an emergency broadcasting system. Well, now when you get those Amber Alerts and stuff, uh, it sounds like a fax machine to me. It's so glaringly loud. Well, usually like they're just the, uh, the, the, what are they called? The... The fake ones, they're just like the tests. Right. They're not even real. And I'm just like, God, call off the dogs. It's just... It's like the fire drills at school. You know, at some point, we're not going to be calling Wolf. It's really... We're in an inferno and everyone's going to be like, eh, whatever. And they're going to be sauntering out going, blah, blah, blah. And it's not even fire drills at school. The kids are just like, we had to practice a lockdown today. And they don't even know what the lockdowns are. But they're like, we had to get behind our desk and close the windows and lock the door. And I'm just like... God. Well, just, I mean, I'm I'm glad they're preparing, but it just it scares me half to death when, you know, yeah. the first grader has to, you know, tell me these things. Our mother used to tell me that they used to practice for a nuclear war God. when she was in school. Can you even imagine? No. That's I mean, awful. it's terrifying. I know. I was listening to something yesterday. It was just briefly because I, I mean, honestly, I know you and I will discuss it briefly because we can't avoid the RNC, but just because it was not even political. It didn't feel like a politics thing. But I was listening to something where a woman lives in Syria and she grew up and she's like, yeah, my town was actually really super boring. Didn't It didn't feel like anything. And then she became an adult and she had a child. And of course, war is there. And her husband had to take their six-year-old out because the war is happening where there's being, you know, explosions and bombs or whatever. It's close enough that they can see smoke and they can see the planes and stuff Mm -hmm. but it's not it's not in their area and so but he's afraid which any normal human being would be it'd be like if roseville was on fire and we were in here but he had to go show him that no they're not coming to us it's over there in because they come in real low because they're getting ready to go bomb something but they're passing them and i'm like how tragic how fucking tragic is that yeah it's the same thing. It's not the same. It's actually worse. But it's the same thing of preparing your child for a gunman to come into the classroom. I mean, it's yeah. awful. But anyway, we're not going to talk about any of those depressing things. No. Because that's, that's reality. Yeah, really. But welcome to The Ugly Truth. Thank you so much for sharing the show and liking our posts and following us on Twitter and Snapchat. We're never slowing down. We're always getting some some steam, catching it somewhere. And we super appreciate it. Our numbers never fail us. And we're super excited about the growth. Slow but steady. And Mm -hmm. we're not even famous. So, you know, that's exciting. It is exciting. You guys even like producer Deb a little bit, which is, you know, that's always, that always helps him out a little bit. 
Always makes him feel good. It it is. It gives him a little skip in a step. So makes him encouraged to continue editing the show. <laughs> so that's always good. Anyway, so I wanted to start off because this just happened the other day, and I knew that Gary Marshall made some of our most favorite films, but I didn't realize how many of those, including some of his TV shows that we as sisters just lived by yeah in our life i mean i don't know did you get a chance to look up some of the stuff he's done i didn't i was actually surprised well he made one of like my most favorite movies and i'm sure i'm the only one that loves it he made the movie valentine's day and i love that (laughs) movie there's a list of them he did mother's day valentine's day new year's eve um and i actually have seen valentine's day like five times i've seen it like a thousand times i love that movie it's a terrible it's a terrible movie, but it's not, you know, like I even like Jessica Biel in it. <laughs> I, I mean, forgot she was thing. in that movie. That's right. She's like the one that throws the un-Valentine's Day yes, party at the Indian true. restaurant. That's true. Yeah. And Jamie Foxx is in it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Everybody's two, in that they movie. They actually get together. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's yes. in that. Ashton Kutcher's in that movie. Yes. Julia Roberts. Jessica Bradley Cooper. Alba. Yeah. I mean, a ton of people are in that movie. In it's fact, one Brad- of those movies that, like just like New Year's Eve where it's mm-hmm. it's just got like a like a hundred celebrities in it. It does. Everybody's a huge star in those movies. But you know what? Super fun to watch when you're just wanting to be completely zoned out and it's kind of it's like a saturday binge type of movie kind of yeah you just kind of want to watch it and go oh it's on i'm not going to change it but actually what's funny is daryl and i have this thing where and actually we have it too when it when a certain movie comes on no matter what you stop you stop what you're doing and you end up watching it and that's kind of the thing with gary marshall all of his movies are like that really a league of their own comes on we're watching it Mm -hmm. overboard obviously that's up in the hall of fame for me I mean, it, these are not movies he made, though. Yes, he did. Oh, he did make these movies. Yes. I went to his thing where he was the executive producer or creator of these shows. And so he did Raising Helen, which I actually really like with Kate Hudson. Oh, OK. Now, this movie I, I used to love when I was a lot younger because it was really popular for a while. Tom Hanks was in it. Nothing in common with Jackie Gleason. That movie was so depressing. It is depressing, but I, for some reason, I liked Tom Hanks in that movie because he was such a dork at work. He was really funny and he always harassed his assistant. Those things I absolutely loved about that movie. Uh, League of Their Own, Overboard. He did The Princess Diaries. He did the first two Princess Diaries. The first one wasn't so bad. The rest of them just, you know, were overboard. I actually like the second one because Chris Pine is in it because she's got to get married. And he's really he he's who made that movie for me. I thought he was adorable. By then, I hate I was sick of Anne Hathaway. Well, I think by the second time, hadn't she already made the Devil's Wear Prada? I can't remember. Um, Maybe or around the same time. I mean, she still had the long hair, so probably. But by, by Princess Diaries 2, towards the end, I'm like, you know what? I'm really over this Anne Hathaway chick. Yeah. And so I was done with it. And it seemed that Julie Andrews was as well. Runaway Bride with Julie Roberts and um, Richard Gere. Not a huge fan of it. No. But I did. It, I have it, watched it. It didn't really suit her. You know, here's the thing about Julia Roberts. I really struggled to get on board with her in a lot of her movies. Um mm-hmm. Beyond, what was the one? My Best Friend's Notting Wedding. Hill. No, Beyond oh. My Best Friend's Wedding. Yes. I didn't care for many of her films. Runaway Bride was one of them. Notting Hill was another one. You know, rom-coms are just really not her thing because she's just got that 
awkward kind of horse face look about her. Right. And I think many men would struggle to fall in love with that. But that's just my opinion. <laughs> that's just your opinion. <laughs> you know what she was really good in was Uncle Charlie's War. Did you ever see that with Tom Hanks? No, I did not. She was actually pregnant with twins when she did that. And it was a big thing because she did a bikini shot. She actually plays an older, not like ancient. She plays like a woman her actual age in that movie. But she's super duper influential with these rich Texans who are funding some wars for the United States in the Middle East. Mm -hmm. And she is so good in that movie. I don't know who, you know, who else besides Tom Hanks is in it, but they actually play like their own age. And it's just so, she's actually great in that. Yeah. Um, She also got her career. I mean, she became a, a superstar after she was cast in Pretty Woman. And Gary Marshall did Pretty Woman. Okay, she was good in that. She was good in Conspiracy Theory with Denzel Washington. That was a good role. Pelican Brief? Or the, you're right, the Pelican Brief, that was a good yeah. movie for here. Yes. I really did not, I wasn't sold on Aaron Brockovich, but that was just me. I know she got a lot of, she even got an award for that. But That was her first Oscar, I believe. Not sold. Was Aaron Brockovich. Well, she doesn't, she doesn't have the, I've seen the real Aaron Brockovich. And the, first of all, they don't have to look alike, but the Aaron Brockovich, I mean, she was a beauty queen. She was, she's beautiful. And although Julia Roberts, I don't think she's ugly or anything, but you're right. She's got a beauty that's a little different. And so, but when you think of beauty queen or cute rom-com girls, you think of the cute little round faces, cute little bods, big you boobs or like whatever. You think of like Kate Hudson's, she's not like Reese Witherspoon's, yeah. you know, those kinds right. of... You don't think of this tall drink of water with wild brown hair. Triple crown winner. <laughs> Exactly. Just Give her a carrot. Exactly. Anyways, so, moving on. Gary Marshall essentially created Julia Roberts' mega status, I think, is well, the way I look at it. Well, good for him for doing that for her. <laughs> right. And then, of course, as children, you were a lot younger, but I would imagine that you remember Laverne and Shirley and Happy mm-hmm. Days and Joni Loves Chachi. Mm-hmm. Those are all his. He actually created those. Those are actually his absolute came out of his ass creation he was a very busy guy oh and mork and mindy oh yeah and i don't know you were kind of young when i mean i was really young when we were watching those and i think when we were watching those they were reruns already because i think they came out in like the early 70s yeah we were infants when they came out but and you weren't even born yet but i remember thinking you know especially with scott Bayo in the news lately i remember watching Tony loves chachi and thinking I don't, first of all, I don't know how he can be in love with this girl because she's so not attractive. And second, he's got the straightest hair I've ever seen in my life. And I never found him attractive. Never. He was cute and Charles in charge. He's so not my type. So I was thinking, I'm like, well, you know what? You know what Gary Marshall has done? He has catapulted some of the most unattractive megastars into our universe. Congratulations, Gary, on finding talent and not looking at the outer shell. Yeah, but I mean, look at what they've done with it. I mean, look what Scott yeah. Bayo's chosen to do with his life. I'm just saying. He's had several opportunities to, you know, do something with himself. And what is he known for now today? A meme about Hil- Hillary Clinton that says cunt on it. And, you know, this coming off I the know. coattails of Bruce 
so speaking hateful. at the Republican <laughs> National Convention. I'm just saying. I don't know. I mean, do you think that those people, like, uh, at that level, do you think they even realize that they're an embarrassment? Do they even know or do they even care? I'm just wondering because I know I would be very aware. I think at some point they they lost the fame and they probably lost their handlers and now they just represent right. themselves and so right. that's just what it boils down to. And so I will grant them this. He and his wife did create, it's an organization that raises funds and awareness for this incredibly rare disease that uh, predominantly girls are born with. I can't remember the name of it. I'm blinking. But they're really into this organization. And so they are doing some good. That's good. But outside of that, his ego seems to have escaped. It somehow escaped. I don't really know um, what has happened here. But... Other than that, you know, I mean, you know, Penny Marshall and uh, Robin Williams and all of these folks, they were all made from the Gary Marshall shows. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, Mork and Mindy. I absolutely love Mork and Mindy. Mm -hmm. Until they hatched a giant egg and then I lost interest. Or when he ended up on, they did a crossover with him on Happy Days. I couldn't do that either. And I never found the Fonz good looking. I always liked, I like Potsy. I like the dark haired guy. Oh, he was days. cute. Yeah. He was the cute one. I didn't like any of the other ones very much. Oh, well. What are you going to do? I don't know. Nothing. And who? And whatever happened to him, we don't even know. He's probably dead now. He probably became who, a lawyer or something like that. And yeah, he's probably building furniture in Virginia with uh, the guy from 16 Candles. Yep. Oh, did you know that Molly Ringwald was supposed to be in Pretty Woman? As the hooker? Yeah. she She was initially gonna be the hooker in pretty woman and she said no way jose i'm not playing a hoe she probably would have made actually a pretty good hooker actually you would make such a good hooker <laughs> can you imagine someone saying okay that? it's a call girl but oh, i'm sorry a prostitute anyway so safe home to gary marshall he was 81 i guess he suffered like a bunch of strokes and then he passed away so hopefully he what he didn't suffer too much that would have been well it sounds terrible. like he was very active up until uh, the end yeah so. and you know i've i've seen photos or and heard interviews he really never lost his spark yeah so it must have hit him kind of quick and you know i guess that's the way to go out you know sure. slide into home doing what you love so. Right. Anyway, well, before we talk about anything else, I wanted to tell you that I did go see Ghostbusters. Oh, I did see that you checked in. So I, I saw that you uh, got off the fence and decided to go for it. You know what? We get so inundated with stuff. It's like I was tired of hearing all the opinions of all these people that I don't even know saying, oh, it's horrible. And I went, you know what? I'm just going to go. I actually like Kate McKinnon and I like Kristen Wiig and all the other gals that are in it. And I think Chris Hemsworth is adorable for a blonde guy. So I figured I'm going to go. I'm going to go see what it's all about. What's the worst it can be? So we go in, we sit down, place fills up. We went at like six o'clock on a Saturday night, you know, so I figured that's kind of a good in-between phase. So the movie starts and um, in all honesty, I liked it. A lot. And so did Daryl. I mean, I don't know why people are being so hard on it. It's so funny. And Kate McKinnon, who plays the crazy genius who creates all of their like their guns and all of their weapons mm -hmm. to fight ghosts. She's the best of the whole movie. I mean, she was so funny. And I told Daryl, I said, first of all, 
I'm betting most of her lines were ad-libbed. I don't think she even had a script Mm -hmm. because she had like 20 words the entire, other than explaining what she had built. Most of her lines came from like under her breath, which is to and she kind of reminds me of you oh. in this of your humor. Like she's very physical, like she's always making funny faces and she's dancing around kind of odd and like <laughs> they're looking at this map and out of nowhere, you know, she's not even in the frame and you hear in the back going, It's always the pale sad ones. <laughs> and it sounds funny in context, it was super funny. But she was great and she was kicking ass at the end. And I thought she was so funny, but there's tons of cameos. Dan Aykroyd actually wrote it. He was, he actually, so he was all in. Okay. Bill Murray is in it and he had a great part. Now, Ivan Reitman, who I believe wrote the original Ghostbusters, the very original, he passed away a few years ago from an incredibly painful autoimmune disease. He was basically almost in the first frame of, of the movie as a big bronze statue bust in this college. And so he, they, they, he got props like instantly when the movie starts. So Sigourney Weaver's in it. All of the original Ghostbuster actors are in it in some form or fashion. So that was really cool. I thought it was really fun. I, I mean, I don't know why people were so like, oh, oh, this was horrible. I walked out. I'm like, why would you walk out? It was great. Now, um, the person that executive produced or the, you know, the main guy for mm-hmm. the movie, I don't know what they're called, director, he did Bridesmaids, which okay. explains a lot of the casting that was in it. And there's a lot of SNL cast in it as well. You know, it's so funny. Andy Garcia is in it and he plays the mayor mm-hmm. of New York. And I swear to God, Paula, the first time they show him, I thought it was our father. I am not kidding. I went, what the hell? I mean, like, it made me shiver a little bit. I was like, holy shit. But he, so (laughs) Andy Garcia looks like our dad now. Great. Awesome. But he was really funny in it anyway, once I got past that. But it took a couple of scenes for me to go, okay, that's not our dad. That's Andy Garcia. So get over it. Our dad is not an actor. (laughs) He is not. Um, When he was younger, he looked like Al Pacino. And now he looks like Andy Garcia. So take that for what you will. Right. But anyway, I thought it was really funny. There was even a joke about a queef in the beginning. And Daryl and I looked at each other and we were like, okay, I see where this is going. It's a brides, it's bridesmaids. It's the guy who produces. So I'm not totally surprised. But personally, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a great movie to see in the summer. You will probably like it. Maybe when it comes out on Redbox, you'll go get it. No, we will definitely. Yeah. So, and I guess there's some Star Wars movie coming, or not Star Wars, Star Trek movie coming out too or something. I don't know. Yeah, Daryl wants to go see that. And, you know, if he, here's the problem that's happening. This is what's going to happen. Um, Now, the Jason Bourne movie comes out, I believe, next week. How many movies are there? I mean, Daryl has a man crush on the Jason Bourne movies. He loves Matt Damon in pretty much anything he's ever done. And... Every time there's a born identity or whatever they're called on television or whatever, it's on. If I go down, if I'm upstairs doing something productive and I come downstairs and Daryl has control of the remote, trust you, me, born identity is on. My God. And the Star Wars and the Tron and the Back to the Future. I mean, he's got a catalog that he super loves. And now we're adding the Born Identity to it. So I'm like, I remember one time I came down and I put my head back and I rolled my eyes and I did it silently thinking he didn't see me. And he's like, 
I'm changing it. And I go, what? He goes, I saw you. And I went, oh, God. I said, look, if you were sick or something, I would totally let you do it. But I just I can't do another Born Identity weekend. I can't do it. Oh, my I God. Just can't. He has a catalog of movies that are on every single weekend. I mean, <laughs> well, yeah, it's not like they're rare. Those things are on all the time. All the time. And so now this movie's coming out and I'm thinking, how how am I going to get out of seeing this? He won't, none, none of his daughters want to see it. None of them. And I'm like, I know that because I made him see Ghostbusters, he's going to make me go see The Born Identity. I just know it. So I may have to suck it up and go see it. We'll see. We shall see. But I mean, you know, Matt Damon's not the worst thing I've ever seen. I mean, I, and I don't hate the Born Identity movies. It's just that they all seem the same to me. There's a control center with a bunch of bad guys and Jason Bourne running around killing people and running away from someone with fake IDs. And I'm like, I don't really know. I mean, that sounds like a normal day for me. You know, I'm just running around trying to get away from people. So, well, and he just, he's getting old now. I mean, he looks old too. Well, I mean, he's married and has three daughters. I mean, my God. (laughs) I know, but his body looks good. Well, I think he said when he was making this movie, he had to lose like 20 pounds or something like that. Oh, he had to get rid of his dad bod for the movie? He did have to lose quite a bit of weight to, you know, and get in pretty good shape for this movie. So could you imagine having that career where you had to like constantly fluctuate your body weight to like for movies? And I'm just like... No, I think I'm going to just stay like this. <laughs> and uh, like you will never be in a rom-com. That's pretty much that's how right. I have to look. Like, well, there's going to yeah. be some nudity. And like, no, no, there's, no, there's, no, there's no, there's not. The <laughs> <laughs> know if you're going to go out in public, it's best that you at least do a lip and a clip. To help out, Paula has your lip and clip tip of the week brought to you by the Ugly Truth Avon store. Here's Paula. Not to toot my own horn, but I definitely get complimented on my eye makeup all the time. Thanks to Avon, they have True Color Eyeshadow Quad. With over 10 palettes to choose from, you can create a variety of looks and trick anyone into believing that you were made up by a professional. Trust me, if I can fool people, you definitely can fool people. Check them out. Look for True Color Eyeshadow Quads on our Avon website and stay pretty, my friends. Get this and tons of other lip and clip favorites from our Avon store at uglytruth.com slash shop. And now, once again, here are the Uggs. Uh, speaking of naked, this came and went fairly quickly because the person who did it is so non-important, but the act in, in itself is so egregious. I wanted to talk about it because I'm kind of like, I don't, I'll tell you my opinion on it. So this Playboy playmate of the year from i don't know how many years ago danny mathers Mm -hmm. apparently she goes to the gym la fitness Mm -hmm. in la and she snapchatted a picture of a woman naked just getting out of the shower Mm -hmm. at the gym now first of all it's illegal completely illegal cell phones aren't even allowed in gyms i mean and it's been this way for as long as i can remember for this very reason by the way Mm She lost her job. She got fired from her radio station job, which I, which is good. LA Fitness has banned her for life. They've taken away her membership. And let's keep in mind the image of the woman. The woman was overweight. She wasn't that overweight to me. Well, she was not. She was overweight in comparison to the average LA person. But I mean, I right. would say that she was she was clearly working on probably improvement. 
I would say by average standards, she was probably overweight. Well, yes, yes. But I mean, it's not like she was 500 pounds or anything. No, no, I mean, no, the no, woman no, no, had no, 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 legs no. And, and, and an ass. No, 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 it no, no, was no. just, but she was, she, she is not, definitely not someone who would walk around she nude wasn't and go, obese watch me. or anything like that. No, no, but she was not what you would consider in shape. No. For LA, and so what the snap said was, is if I have to look at this, so do you. So she took the picture of the woman and then had the snap of her face covering her mouth like she was so disgusted. Disgusted. Right. The snap obviously went viral. Mm-hmm. So the gym automatically revoked her fitness membership. Well, she's banned. She's not even allowed to yeah. affiliate her with them. And I guess she had some kind of, I want to say she had some kind of affiliation like with them not just a member like the problem is now is is that the woman in the photo has yet to come forward because let me tell you something i would never come forward well the reason why they can't pursue it any further is because the woman hasn't come forward so i mean everyone's doing anything and everything they can up to a certain degree but without any further you know, consent or or name or information from this woman, they can't like you know pursue her like you know criminally or fiscally. I guess you could like civilly or something like sure. that. Well, uh, uh, there's a couple things. One, if that if that had been me, I mean, first of all, you would know it. You would know it. I mean, this thing has picked up so much steam. Ultimately, you're going to end up seeing the photo, and you're going to know if it's you. Of course, I would never come forward. I would be horrified, humiliated, and I would never go back to the gym, that gym specifically. I would probably consult with an attorney to find out if there's any way whatsoever to do this without my name getting out in public. My my guess is no, but if you wait a while, she could probably do it and, and press charges. I'd be like, listen, we can sue her and go after her criminally after I get some lipo, after I get some work done, Mm -hmm. and then we're going after this bitch. But I mean, my vanity immediately kicked in. I said, this poor woman, if that had been me, I would not come forward. I would be, I'd be humiliated. I mean, that would be me, but I would, but since we all know who did it, I've got a small gang of sisters, bitch. That girl is not, not paying. I mean, we will find a way to make her pay. Right? See, I would have done it just by way of how many people reacted right. so so adversely towards her. I would have done it very quietly, and I probably would have made everyone sign non-disclosure agreements. So that way, right. there would be no way that they could release any information. Yeah. So that way, it would have... It would have all been done very quietly. Quietly, Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. If there was a way to do it where I could, you know, pursue her. I don't know how I don't think this girl has that much money. It, it wouldn't even be about it that. It wouldn't personally. be about the money. It would be just making her life very uncomfortable for a while. Mm-hmm. But for me, all I'm thinking of is, you know, personal vindication. Like how can I would find a way to make this girl pay mm-hmm. outside of the money in the jail because that doesn't do anything. You know, that doesn't do anything. There's, I mean, I'm just, I don't know about you, but I'm, well, you're pretty evil. Mm-hmm. You would think of some ways to make her life Sure, hell. sure. I probably would have thought of, thought of a thing or two. <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking, like, going, God, what a total, what, first of all, what a creep. 
I mean, that's really weird to me. Like, why would you do that? I mean, this woman's almost 30 years old. Why is she still? Oh, she's almost. I was going to say the only thing I can think of is that she must be really young. But no, she's uh, she's old enough to know that we don't. You know, this is like middle school stuff. You know, middle school girls do this stuff to make themselves feel superior. It's like, why are you still doing this? Well, and it's it's obviously just the same mentality of what she does in her industry where everything is body image and right. your only worth is what you look like. And well, that's clear. You know, I mean, that's very indicative of the life she surrounds herself by is, is that... Right. Again, everything about her is, you know, how tan you are, how big your boobs are and how slim you are and how blonde your hair is and how much makeup you have on. And that's all you are worth to everybody that you're surrounded by. Or that's what your value is to you. Like, if you don't look like this, then, you know, we I, we know men like this. You know, you know, men who not you personally, but we know men like this where you're only valuable to to society if you fit this image in their head of what's considered attractive. We don't give a shit if you're smart or what you do with your life or what your family was like. All we care about is that you are a size four, huge tits, extensions, perfect body, Mm -hmm. perfect eyes. And then we'll consider consider you valuable. Other than that, you know, who cares? And and most women like that are disposable because yeah. they're only good for, you know, a very short period of time. Yeah, the shelf life is pretty short if you if that's all you're about. Or you're just passed around or because mm-hmm. it is a very short shelf life. So, I mean, you just have to do different things to stay relevant. And I don't know. So maybe this was just another trick to keep things going in her snapchat life or to be i don't know it was it was a bad move the kind of people that would find her relevant are not people that i choose to know i we know people like this and they have no value to me whatsoever if you are that good looking you damn well better be nice too because if not you're literally the most disgusting human being i i have never ever in a really long time anyway, seen someone who was super attractive that ugly. I mean, so ugly. Such a poor, poor girl. I mean, I feel sorry for her. I almost feel sorry for her that she thought that this was something important to do. Well, they probably just hoped to turn out like one of the girls next door. I mean, look at them. They all eventually found themselves someone to marry. And, you Mm -hmm. know, but I mean, how well has that turned out for them? I I mean, I guess it's turned out... In some cases, fairly well, but... I suppose. I, you know, that is that is such a life that I do not relate to. <laughs> I do not get that at all. But anyways, well, you're a lot more you're a lot more milder than I expected with the Danny Mathers thing. I, I expect you to be a bit more venomous, but I suppose if you knew the girl she photographed, you would be. No, I mean, I think it's awful, but... Of course it's, it is. It's, it's definitely terrible, but I guess I would just hope that the woman would come forward and you know reclaim you know what was taken from her unfortunately mm-hmm. but maybe she's just you know what though it's it's amazing what something like this will do to someone who's got fragile esteem already yeah like, what if it took her forever to go to the gym now first of all i will tell you this i do not strip naked at the gym 
I just don't. No, I never I have. No, I, I never was either. that comfortable where you can just be like taking off all my workout clothes and walking around. No, I've never been that person. I know that there are people who are like that. Like, oh, well, we're all naked. It's in the it's in the, you know, whatever. And I'm like, I can't like I can't sit in steam. You know how they have those steam mm-hmm. rooms at gyms? I could never do that. It feels kind of gross in there, like really moist. I just can't breathe in there. It just <laughs> I'm not. It just, I just feel like I'm in a big armpit. It just isn't good to me. And I'm like, and I don't care how clean the towels are and stuff. It's just like, who knows how many butts have been rubbed on those tiles. I just can't do it. It's just not my thing. Just not your thing, huh? I don't even know if I would do it if I had my own. I mean, if I had a sauna or something, I don't know. I mean, it would be really difficult. Like uh, my uh, Tom and Kim have a, they have a personal sauna in their house. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. It's all redwood and everything has got music and lights. And it's a really cool place. But I mean, she's never invited me to use it. Well, <laughs> I don't blame her. It, I wouldn't either. That'd be like, hey, come try our shower. You know, it's weird, you know? It's just so weird. So, anyway, okay, speaking of weird, really quick, I did want to touch on the Taylor Swift Kanye thing because I'm a bit confused on it. I don't know what is going on, except that I think that somehow the PR machines of Kanye and Taylor and all of that have been exposed just a bit. So we're realizing that we've all been played for like ever for like eight years or something. I'm not sure. I don't think that's what it is. Do you think Taylor and Kanye hooked up at some point? No, I don't know. Really? I, I don't think that's what it is at all. I think what happened was I really think that for some strange reason, Kanye has this bizarre fascination yes. with Taylor Swift. Agreed. And it happened for whatever reason after that, you know, he interrupted her. Right. And, and for whatever reason, she showed up on his radar after that. And then she just kind of like blew it off. But then he, he kept like revisiting that. That's, that's. <laughs> that situation yeah and he wouldn't let it go and so she kind of tried to like you know do what taylor does and try and make nice with like the whole thing and i don't know if he took that the wrong way or because he's weird or what (laughs) but he's just like has had this strange fascination so fast forward today because we all know what's transpired we all know what his song is about and what he said and all of those things and we all heard the leaked phone call that for whatever reason kim kardashian has decided to leak and why in the world do they still have that like why why did they save it why did they record it i know and so she's saying it's not her Here's the thing is, is that I think that Kanye is is obsessed with Taylor Swift. I think Mm -hmm. in some sick way he's obsessed with her. I don't know why he'd sing a lyric about saying they're going to have sex one day. Right. I don't know why he would say that he made her famous because that's absolutely not true. It's really weird. And I think that in an effort to save face... Kim is playing along, making it seem mm-hmm. like she's totally on board with this whole irrational line of thinking. <laughs> but I think she thinks it's completely bizarre that her husband is talking about having sex with another woman. 
Well, this is the same man who wrote lyrics about his wife having sex with Ray J. So in the, I mean, in the same in the song. same song, right? And I'm just like, you're so weird. I'm like, why do you guys keep attacking her? You are yeah. grown individuals with children of your own. Is this just a desperate attempt to stay relevant because nobody's talking about you anymore? I don't know. That's the only I thing I can know. think of is, is because like if you read it, like read tabloids and like people.com and like, you know, TMZ and everything. Nobody's talking about the Kardashians anymore. Right. Like it's they're very they're minor. Not, they're not relevant anymore. No. Well, I mean, everybody's wave comes to an end in the world of reality. You know, at some point, you know, when you're famous for nothing, that does not last for long. Now, they have they are the queens of making it last a lot longer than the shelf life should have been. But I don't. OK. And I I don't this isn't a conspiracy theory or anything like that, because this is so non-essential in our world. But I am not completely convinced that Kanye and Taylor haven't had an interaction of some kind years ago. I don't know, but you're right. He does have a weird fascination obsession. I can only, I don't know what it's like to be in that world. So I don't understand it. But if it had been, if it was Daryl, oh my God, I would be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Knock the shit off. What is with this lady? I mean, first of all, no one comes down harder on a man than a woman who feels like her man is getting ready to go step out in any way but whatsoever. With Kim, she's she's like bound, like limitless. Like, although you told me yourself, and I agree that she conforms to whatever man she's with. Yeah, and she's if she's just trying to be like, first of all, it, this could all be not real. Like this could, like you said, this could all be just drummed up publicity to keep everybody relevant. The fact that Taylor Swift is responding at all leads me to believe that's possible. The, the, everybody's saying, oh, he's going to, sh- she's threatening to sue. No one's suing anyone. This is just a bunch of high school shit that's going down on social media. So I don't really know. I mean, the only thing I do know is that Kanye is absolutely got way too much going on to be this obsessed with someone who apparently he does not know that well. <laughs> I don't know. And the biggest thing for me is why did they record a phone conversation? And this was forever ago. Like, why would you even have that? I don't have any memory to keep half the pictures I take of my animals. Why do you have the memory to save this stuff is beyond me. Right. Right? I don't get it. I don't get it. And then everybody starts to weigh in. Katy Perry's weighing in. Everybody's like, karma's a bitch, Taylor. And I'm like, wow. What I is know. Going everyone's on? hating on Taylor. So like, I'm like, what for happened? what? What did she do? Is she like a total cunt behind the scenes? That's I mean, she I must thinking. be, right? Well, of course, Katy Perry's going to weigh in because she oh, screwed God. John Mayer, but... Forever, too. Whatever. I. It's so dumb. Well, Jessica Simpson hasn't weighed in yet. I mean, she screwed John Mayer, too. Because How come Jessica that hasn't Simpson happened? doesn't give a shit. Because she has a fucking life. That's why. Right. I don't... I don't understand it. I really don't. But you know what? Fodder for 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 Twitter, I suppose. I don't I don't really know. I don't understand the hate on Taylor Swift. It's like just leave the bitch alone. I mean, so she sleeps with a bunch of guys. Big whoop. I mean, God, if I was Taylor Swift and I was rich and twenty six years old, I would too. Well, Jeez. and not just that. I mean, define a bunch of guys. I, you I know, don't. She's had. She's twenty six, and she, you know, and they're listing what, what, like six guys. I'd be like, well, oh my God. I'm like, I racked up six guys, and like. <laughs> 
five <laughs> months or something when I was, you know, briefly right. single. Right. Well, what my point is, is who cares? You know, let her, you know, let her sleep with a bunch of, I mean, these are just the guys we know about. I mean, maybe she's very active, you know, I mean, she could literally have almost anybody she wanted. She's at that level. You know, she could be sitting at her show going, there's a guy six rows back who's super hot. Pull him. I want to, I want to talk to him after the show. Right. You know, I mean, I remember listening, this is so dating, but I remember a a few years ago, I was listening to an interview with the go goes remember the go-go's yeah they were one of the first girl bands that that really partied hard um in the 80s that i knew of and they were talking about how they literally screwed guys from their audience every damn night they had parties they pulled guys out of the audience and partied with them every single night new dudes every night and I'm like, first of all, my vagina would be very sore. I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> I would but I get what you're saying. All the STDs you would get, but oh my god! And there was a lot of cocaine and booze and stuff. And but but to me, I'm like, hey, if you have the option, if you're hot and you're traveling and and that is your lifestyle, then think you about don't know it. Even if you. you weren't hot, but you were just famous, <laughs> and you were the drummer or something, want, right? <laughs> I'm the yeah. bass player. So what? <laughs> Yeah, but I'm in the go-go's. Yeah, so I'm thinking, okay, first of all, if you have a voracious appetite and you want to screw a different dude every night for, you know, three or maybe even four weeks a month, by all means, who cares? You know, you do whatever you want. And that's kind of my point with Taylor Swift. It's like, she's she's pretty, she's rich, she tours the country, she basically has her pick. So let her do it, you know? And so then all these, all these women are coming out, it's like, Fuck you, Taylor. This is what you get for writing that song about me. It's like, oh, God. Oh, no. A bunch of teenagers hate me. Oh, God. What am I going to do? Right. Who cares? It's like, I'll I'll just buy you out. How's that? You want me to settle out? You want a million dollars? Let's shut your fap. Okay. I know. Whatever. I just I just thought the whole thing. I'm just like, I just cannot for the life of me think of me think why two people in their mid to late 30s are so concerned about this, you know, 26 year old lady, this, this 20 mid 20 year old girl. (laughs) I know. I don't like what is the, and I'm like, you guys are weird. Well, it, it would be a bit alarming. I would not go to dinner at their house. If I was Taylor Swift, I would be afraid that I'd never leave. I just it would be odd I, be like, I keep thinking public, about but... myself and I'm like would I be trying to torment a mid 26 no. year old I'm like only if she did something to me or to to my family you know, family maybe I said but even then I'm like I don't play games or do this weird no. shit and I'm just like no. this is just stupid no we cut straight to it we go straight to the I'm point like, I'm not gonna sit there and you know go on about a magazine or dumb no. stuff or what an utter waste s- of time and, well and i most certainly wouldn't let victor write a song about that crap <laughs> i mean that would just be the end of what? it what no poetry I'd be what like, do you mean you'd be like hey do you care if i write a song about you screwing someone i'd be like yeah do you care if i just walk right out the front door before i <laughs> you know and just kick your ass along the way while i take a bat to your head Actually, i'm just wondering you know, do you care if i walk you to the front door and then smack your head on that <laughs> No kidding. Oh, my God. Dumbness. That's so funny. 
The Ugly Truth Podcast will always be free. So we appreciate you supporting the show by shopping on Amazon via our links on UglyTruth.com. Here's Jamie with her Amazon Pick of the Week. Let's talk about Kindle Unlimited on Amazon. It's like Netflix for books. It grants you full access to over a million book titles on any device where you can download the free Kindle reading app, including your Kindle. Get your free 30-day trial of Kindle Unlimited by clicking through our website, uglytruth.com. Unlimited reading, unlimited listening, any device. Not like us, actually. You can get this deal and literally anything you could ever want from Amazon and support our show at the same time by visiting uglytruth.com slash shop. Thanks for helping out the truth. Let's get back to the show. know dana white spoke at the rnc i did not yeah he did i did not you know the ufc got sold for four billion dollars i heard that it's insane that's so much money oh and the brock lesnar oh poor brock lesnar he's a steroid what's funny i was listening to um the joe rogan show and it came out like two days after the brock lesnar fight yeah and they were saying and whoever was there he's they're like yeah and he did it steroid free isn't that crazy and joe goes well now hold on a second he goes i've seen guys roided out before there are guys who are cut naturally but most of them aren't that's all i'm saying and I guess he was tested and failed the day of the fight. Well, so what I read, he was actually tested June 28th. and yes, and he failed. Um, but he they didn't get the results until after the fight, which mm-hmm. would make sense because when John Jones got tested, he didn't get right. the test results until three weeks later. Right. So if it was a regular out-of-competition fight then it would out of competition test which is what his was then the test results would have been about three weeks after right yeah Mm -hmm. so i don't think they knew before he fought i'm not sure about that i don't know if they could handle another main event fall off that card because remember a year ago ufc 200 was supposed to be like this epic historic card and then ronda rousey lost and then holly holm lost and then john jones got pulled out of the ufc indefinitely and then you know there was all this stuff and then and then conor mcgregor got got pulled off the card and so it became this ridiculous mess i would hope that they didn't know because you know mark hunt could have potentially been hurt if he this guy was roided up and Mark wasn't. So I would hope that they truly did not know until the very next day. <laughs> but it seems a bit coinky dink. So I don't know. But you know, he's pulling the same like, I didn't know, I'm innocent. So all yeah. these guys are so innocent. So I, I don't know. I mean, oh my God. Speaking of what? Did I show you the picture? There was a guy who was fighting, I believe it was a Bellator fight, and I think it was in England. This guy got kicked in the head with a knee last week in in England, and it was the worst injury they've ever seen. His his head was dented. 
literally dented. Oh my god! His his forehead. They showed an X-ray of his forehead. He had it looked like a, a hole, like a like a dent in his skull. He he fractured his skull. You know that that ref, the Big John ref. Yeah, yeah, John McCaffrey. Yes, he was the he was the ref, and he said it sounded like someone hit him in the head with a baseball. Ugh. It was so loud. Anyway, his brain is swelling. He's still in the hospital. They're doing surgery on him. I mean, it's seriously bad. Jeez. And the reason that I mention it is because when you're watching these shows, you're like, yeah, they should do a catch weight and they should fight and blah, blah, blah. It'd be so cool. Well, this was one of those fights where this guy hadn't really fought anyone major. And this guy was like practically undefeated, been fighting like his whole adult life. They put these guys together. They were at the same weight, but the skill level was so off that the guy got slaughtered. He almost killed him in the ring. And so somebody's saying, mix that with if somebody has steroids, along with these, you know, these flashing, these two names would be so great to fight together and the skill level's different. This is why we don't do that because he almost killed him. And I'm thinking, you know, um, who's that? Who's that wrestler that was supposed to come in and fight in the UFC? Oh, CM Punk. CM Punk. Is that ever happening? I don't know. I don't know. But can you imagine him going against someone and just being hammered like that? I mean, what's his skill level? You know, it's, it's kind of dangerous. So I don't know about that. But hopefully that never happens because I'm afraid he'll have brain damage. Well, he already has brain damage trying to go from WWE to UFC. Well, and, Brock he's, and he's 40. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, not good. All right, well, let's go ahead and do our ugly and awkward moment of the week. We were at the store and Ryan and Victor had gone inside, but the two girls were in the back seat and mm-hmm. I had to change the parking space because <laughs> a car pulled up next to us and they parked really close to like the driver's side door. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, oh, there's no way Victor's going to be able to get in. And right. he just he hates stuff like that where people park really close to the door. So instead of getting out of the car and I was sitting in the passenger side. So instead of getting out of the passenger passenger side, I'm like, oh, I'll just climb over the seat and yeah. hop into the driver's side. Yes. And so I start to climb over to the seat and... I realized I'm not as like small or as nimble or as like <laughs> flexible as I once was. And so I'm not bendy anymore. So I was like, oh, 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 you know, and I was going over it. And Olivia's like, Mom, what are you doing? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm just changing seats really fast. So I plopped down and I'm like, <sighs> out of breath. <laughs> out of breath. So I, you know, obviously changed seats. And then um, as I get into the other parking seat, Spot. I'm just like, I'm just gonna go out the door yeah. and uh, use the door to my other seat. That's but funny. I just, I remember used to just like flopping all over the car before, you know, yeah. whenever I was, I don't know, I don't even know at what point I stopped doing that, you know, when just, you stopped being graceful or when I just stopped being able to like flip over to different seats and climbing in the back and, you know, I just, know when I got all stiff and lumpy, I just, it's proof of aging. 
didn't used to be a problem. But that will remind you very quickly that you are no longer 25 and you can't yes. just switch over to the seat. I'm like, I used to have Any sex longer. in my car. What happened? <laughs> I don't know. Can't even hop over from one seat to the next. It's true. You know what? I do. That's true. Well, and you're, were you in your car? Yes. So there's like a big center, right? I mean, I so you guess. Gotta, like, I don't that know. Thing. No, there's no excuse. I should have been able to do it. It's not even <laughs> yeah. like I had clunky shoes on or anything. I mean, I was just, it was, there's no reason I should have been able to do it. I just, it was just hard. It was just hard. And I'm like, this is dumb. This This is, why is this happening? Really dumb. I'm not that like, you know, large. I'm, no, I'm small. We're just not as graceful as we think we are in our own mind. Well, and it would have been better if Olivia hadn't been like, Mom, what are you doing? What are you doing? And it was just the way she said it. You know what she said to me the other day? She was laying on my lap and she looked up at me and she's like, why do you have a smile under here? And she started (gasps) rolling under my chin. And I'm just like, oh, my God. She just has to point out every flaw, just every mark. (laughs) You know, if they use that in a commercial, if you if they showed a mom and a child laying on her mom, ho- ho- snuggling her, and she looks up and she goes, Mom, why do you have another smile under your chin? Every mother in the world would buy whatever diet they were selling. God. They'd be like, oh, my God. And I saw <laughs> That would be, that would sell. I just, I wish I can compile all the insults that she's laid on me without <laughs> even meaning to. But no, I she's mean, just being honest. Just every little, like, and she just starts lighting it with her finger, her little tiny finger. Oh, no. She's like, why do you have a little smile here? Children are brutally honest. I will never forget uh, I don't remember which field trip it was, but I was driving a bunch of little rugrats to some random place and I was smiling and the child that was standing next to me, you know, and you always know when they're going to ask you something. You always know when they're going to drop a nuclear bomb on you about your appearance. You can see it on their faces. They're like calculating the question, right? Right. And he goes, do you smoke? And <laughs> I said, no. Why? And I'm like, God, do I smell like cigarettes or something? He goes, why are your teeth so yellow? <gasps> and I went, um, well, I, and I can't remember what I said. Honestly, I don't remember what I said. But, you know, we're pretty mean, you know, right. but I, I, I said I don't remember what I said specifically, but I said something to teach him a lesson. I'm not quite sure. And then I got went home after the field trip and called the dentist and got my teeth whitened immediately. <laughs> because immediately. Of, because of some little rug rat. If a little kid noticed it, I'm just thinking how many people saw and never said a word because, you know, we're adults and, you know, live your own life. But I'm like, no, that that's the end of that. Never again. So I'm, now I'm obsessed funny. about yellow teeth. I will never have yellow teeth ever again I don't, and they weren't even yellow they were just not white you know they weren't like hollywood white olivia asked me the other day she's like mom why are your teeth brown i'm like my teeth are not brown she's just what? like well she's like my teeth are white and i'm just like my teeth <laughs> are not brown and she's not just like she's like do you want me to get you a mirror i'm like i don't need a mirror <gasps> i said they're God. not brown olivia wow she's That's like well they're awful. just not white like mine i said well they're they're not brown i said they're just they're a different color white that's so awful and then what do you do with that i mean then you walk around and you just wear a mask all day so that you don't have to worry about others thinking that you have brown teeth i know they're not brown because the top six are fake and they were (laughs) 
bleached <laughs> white when I got them. So I know I don't have brown so teeth. I know they're not brown. That's so funny. But yes, okay. Well, that was a good one. Physical comedy always is a winner. Yes, go ahead. So... Malia, my 15, almost 16 year old, has a little boyfriend. Oh, okay. And the thing is with Malia is we raised her completely opposite of the way I was raised. You know, I, we were like scrappy alley cats. She is not. She is a young lady. She's super, you know, all American, cheerleader, straight A's, you know, braces when she was 12. And just, just the way that you know, a two parent home, everything. I mean, she's just really been blessed. You know, Mm -hmm. we were, we grew up differently. We're rough around the edges. You know, we're fighters. We're scrappy. Mm -hmm. That's just who we are. Daryl kind of in between. So we've raised this lovely young lady. So this guy, he's a lot like that. He's, you know, his parents are, his mom's an attorney. His dad's in technology and, you know, just decent people. The problem is, is that I am not like that. I am not those people. I work really, really hard to make sure my children are like that, but I am not like that. And so when they meet me, they assume that I'll be like Malia, you know, really refined and, Mm -hmm. you know, polished. And I'm not. I'm not like that at all. And so I've had multiple awkward interactions with these poor people because, well, because I'm just trying to, you know, I'm, I'm just always myself. I'm never going to be anything other than that. It's just who I just, it's impossible. First time I met the mother, she came to my door. Now she's like, your house is so impressive. You know, because it's really big right when you walk in. She goes, mm-hmm. I love the colors and I'm redoing the banister right now. And so I'm doing a bunch of work on that. And she's like, it's just so amazing. You're so talented. I can't believe you're doing all this on your own. And I'm like, oh, thanks. And but, you know, our front room is has no furniture in it. I mean, we have a couch, but, you know, there's it's not furnished. Mm-hmm. And so I started pontificating about why we don't have any furniture and that we that we choose to have adventures instead of things. And oh, I God. went on. Why? Why did I do that? And Daryl's sitting in the dining room staring at me going, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? And I'm like, anyway, (laughs) yeah, I'm like, anyway, thank you. You know, so that was that was interaction one. She tried to friend request me and I didn't know her name. And so I deleted the request. Oh, geez. And she the next time she came by, she said, yeah, I tried to friend request you on Facebook, but you never accepted it. And I said, what? What's your name? (laughs) I felt awful. I didn't even know her name terrible so the awkward moment is this the other night we allow malia to go to their house if they're home because they you know for dinner or whatever and they have a pool so they go swimming and this boy has a sister who's like a 12 and so the three of them go swimming and stuff and it's very benign so we let her go over there occasionally so we were picking her up well they have corgis do you know what those dogs are yeah they're the dogs that have the little legs but normal size bodies Mm mm-hmm I'm not a fan of those types of dogs, yeah, but a lot I don't of people like are. I don't like them either. They're weird to me, but but other people think they're lovely. And so they have two of them. So the dad, I've only interacted with a couple of times. I've never actually had a full conversation with him before. So the dogs come out and they're sniffing around. I'm in the car. Daryl had walked up to get her. And I'm looking down at the dogs and they're like, mom, look down. And I look down. I go, oh, corgis. And the, the dad's standing right there. I'm like, they're so short yeah (laughs) and the dad's like yeah yeah they are and then the dog looks at me and starts to growl (laughs) like all right thank you very much good night (laughs) i couldn't believe
believe it. I'm like, these people must think I'm they they probably don't even know what to think of me is probably the thing. That's the only thing I can think of. That is so, so did he call the growling dog off you or what? He did. He goes, Come on, Sylvia. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Miracle or whatever the dog's name is. Sylvia. One of them is Sylvia. One of their animals is Sylvia. I don't that know. That is which one, so but- funny. Who names the dog Sylvia? <laughs> I don't know, but I thought it was funny. <laughs> that is a I'm funny like, Bye. name. Sylvia. Bye, short legged creature. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I'm like, these people must go, you know, I really don't know what to make of Malia's mother. You know, they're having that discussion in their house. I'm sure Malia fills them in. I'm sure. And then to make matters worse, the boy thinks that we have better food than they do. And oh. so when the mom came to pick him up once, she goes, well, once we, we become Facebook friends, you need to give me your shopping list because my son apparently thinks you have the best cooking of all time. It's oh. better than anything. And I'm like... And so I turned to Bryce and I go, Bryce, thank you. I said, but here's a few rules when you now that you're getting into the dating thing. Here's a few rules. One, no one cooks better than your mother, no matter what. I don't care if I was a chef for a very famous restaurant. No one cooks better than your mom. Two, Malia has learned everybody's mother's worse than me. I'm the best mother she's ever seen in her entire life. No one's mom is better than me. That's yeah, just the way really? it works. It has to be that way. I wonder what his mom cooks like. Well, she's a runner. Oh. And so she's very fit. And so I think that they eat very cleanly and nutritiously. Like she made him a sandwich once. He goes, what is this bread? And he, she's like, it's buttermilk bread. I don't know. From Rayleigh's. Just regular old bread. He's like, I've never had bread like this before. And I said, oh, they eat like that sprouted, you know, like grain, grainy Ezekiel bread or something. It's, you know, where it feels like you're eating rocks and dirt. Oh, God. You know that bread. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. I said, well, you know, I'm contributing to the decay of our youth, but giving them buttermilk bread. I know. But he loved it. (laughs) So. Wow. So she's an attorney and a runner. How do you beat that? I don't know, bigger boobs than she does. So I don't think that matters in this case, to be honest. No, you know, but you know, the, the, the fortunate thing is I am not dumb. And so that's helpful, you know, and I'm not trashy, but, um, luckily her son is really nice and Malia, of course, is a treasure. So we'll see. We shall see. Yikes, yikes, yikes. Maybe they'll break up soon. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. You know what? I sometimes I hope for it. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> just that's that's what I'm rooting for. Yeah, it's like I'm rooting for a summer fling. I go, man, this is this is a great little summer romance. Malia and her eyes narrow because you know we don't do. You know, apparently that's not cool. And I'm like, I had summer romances. They were the best. What are you gonna do? Not much. She doesn't like bad boys. She likes she likes guys like her dad. She doesn't have to like bad boys, I guess. No, no. This is this is good. This no, is good respectful news. is good. Respectful yes. is over the shirt. So that's good. Exactly. Over the shirt, not under the jeans. Let's keep it simple, people. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, you ma- you made a dog growl, so I'll give it to you this week. <laughs> okay. That was funny. I know. I couldn't believe it. I looked down. It was like a movie. It's like, it's like, really, Sylvia? You too? She can sense uh, below she her can sense status. You, it's like, I know you don't like me. No, you're right. I don't. Sorry. She's, you have weird legs. She's like, you're below our pay grade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no kidding. You're not fooling anybody with that big house. <laughs> 
God. It's like it's like the clamp it's moved in or something. <laughs> Jeez. She's so ridiculous. She's like, it smells cheap in here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think we should wrap it up. Yes, we should wrap it up. Thank you, everybody, for joining us this week for another fabulous episode. Are we on next week or are we on vacation next One week? more show and okay. then we're on vacay. So uh, we'll be here next Sunday. And then after that, you are on your own for a whole week. So keep your hands to yourself. Thank you for shopping our Amazon links and our Avon links. Keep up the good work, friends. Also visit us on our social platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and Snapchat. And uh, other than that, have a fabulous summer. Keep in touch and uh, write your mom. Get laid in the shade, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. (laughs) Bye. That's a wrap. But make sure to watch your podcast feed for all the screw-ups and edits from this episode and what we call Ugly Cuts. And then we'll have a brand new full episode for you next week. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.